H.T. World, June, season six. Go, Dave. Hello, and welcome to the June 2023 edition of High Tea with Old Waver. H.T. Wow is the acronym. High Tea is Toby. Hi, Toby. Hi. And Old Waver is me, Dave. And together, we bring you this podcast every month. And we thank you for finding it. We thank you for dialing us up once again or joining us for the first time. We hope you don't hate it. Uh, Lots of people seem to like it. I'm not really sure why, uh, but we continue to do it because enough people encourage us to do it. And we have some special friends who we like to call patrons that like this podcast so much that they actually can't get enough that one a month is not enough. They need two a month. Mm-hmm. Just can't get enough. We do an extra pod just for them. It is subscription only, and you can access it by going to oldwaver.com and clicking on premium or going to patreon.com and searching HTWOW. It just costs a few dollars a month, namely three. <laughs> uh, and you get merch, or you can decline the merch if you don't want a koozie and stickers. But you get the After Dark podcast, which is the drunken after party of this podcast. Twice as many jams, less talking, but more drinking. (laughs) It's fun times, and uh, we generally close it out with a guilty pleasure blast from the past. We have loads of fun, and uh, it's really stuff that doesn't necessarily have a home on the proper pod, but it's stuff that we are so passionate about that we have to play it. Mm-hmm. We came up with an excuse to do an extra pod just to play these songs. Yeah. So please join us on the After Dark if you haven't already and enjoy the following podcast program. Podcast. Yeah, why do they have chains? I don't know. They're were they Were they imprisoned and chained before they died? Or they just found the chains and they just wanted to make noise with the chains. Like the, the chains make it scarier. But if you can go through walls, you should be able to go through chains. Look, it's science. Give it a shot. It's not just my thing. You can do it too. That was clean. Thank you.
simplest guitar solo ever. I love it. It was made for me. <laughs> I can do this. <laughs> I'm falling in love with summer. Hey guys, welcome to yet another edition of High Tea with Old Waver, also known as HTWOW. This is episode 71 of the Proper Pod, the June 2023 edition, as we try to catch up desperately. And this, of course, is. Space Age Love Song by Flock of Seagulls from the self-titled debut album by Flock of Seagulls, which just so happens to be our HTWOW Album of the Month. If you would like to receive a brand new sealed copy of this very record, then uh, I encourage you to visit our vinyl sponsor, PositiveSpin.com, positive with a Z. And there will be a banner that says, win the HTL album of the month, and you can give them an email address, and you have surprisingly good odds to win. Came out in April of 82. Mm -hmm. And it, of course, had the uh, smash hit, I Ran. But, uh, I mean, Space Age Love Song might be a better song. I don't know. There were a couple of good ones on that one. Remember, they were like big enough to be on the Us Festival. Mm-hmm. And that, that was huge. I feel like that was the best, like, you know, after Woodstock and all those other... It seemed like Texas Jams and stuff like that. But then the Us Festival was, like, massive. Because it was televised, Right. I don't remember. That's before my time. What does that mean? Well, I just I wasn't as cool as you as a child, <sighs> as a young lad. I thought you were making an age joke. No, I was not. Not an AIDS joke, an age joke. <laughs> yeah, they uh they became a punchline because of their hair, and I think people still hold that against them, but I'm here to tell you 
Flock of Seagulls, underrated. Totally underrated. Do you know my story with them? I think we've talked about this. You went potty with them? Well, Oh, uh, he was calling his mom. Yeah, in the yeah. bathroom of the video bar? I think that's what it was, yeah. Yeah, in Deep Ellum. And um, I can't remember if we played with them or I was just at the show a long time ago. But, um, yeah, they were just in a little RV. But they have, like, you know, bands like that get such a resurgence. Like, they get on those tours now that it's a lot better now. When yeah. they're trying to tour around during grunge time and people don't like them. Yeah, now they can actually especially when you have a bill of like three or four bands together mm -hmm. they can play a big venue and have like a real green room and have like a real tour bus or yeah. at least a nice van or something things get much better like it's like them and howard jones and you know scritty politi or something thomas dolby thomas Dol that would be great i would go see that yeah Let's put that on. Let's put that on. It'll be HTWOW Retrofest. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Scritty Politi plays anymore. No, probably not. Mm. Mm. Look, we have an audience. Yeah, we do. Oh, they're not really paying attention. They're just eating food. Mm -hmm. Yes, we are now at HTWOW Dallas North. What's up? So, as we mentioned... I can't remember if we mentioned this on the May pod, on the proper pod, or just on the After Dark... But we talked about the, the big developments in the world of HTWOW because there is the station studios in yeah. College Station. Then there is uh, HTWOW Dallas, which is now HTWOW Dallas East, which is my house. Mm -hmm. And then we have HTWOW Dallas North, which is your satellite office. That's right. Representing the branch. Yeah. So we have many options to record this pod and deliver it to you in a timely fashion. People can tell that it sounds so much better right now. Yeah, because we are not remote. We are in the same room looking at each other's gorgeous faces. And it's not all glitchy. Yeah, we don't have to worry about lag. We could sing along to the song if we wanted to, like we just did. I know, the kiddos just got out of the pool. They're having some pizza. Yeah. It's like the dogs are running around. It's magical. It's magical. This is a family show. It is a family show, except for all of your cursing. I rarely curse. That is not true. Although I do put explicit on the pod description, just in case I say fuck at you, some point. You do. And worse. Like cunt, if I say cunt, you might like say, several times. You might say anything. And that's why you're a shock job. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes it bubbles up and it just has to... I know. You have to release the valve a little bit. Yeah, you need this for a release because you get held back yeah. on by the... Is it the ACC? The FCC. FCC? Not the Atlantic Coast Conference. The FCC. Federal Communications... Or I think there's also a publicity thing. Conference? ACC. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The FCC, yes. are, they're holding you back. Whereas yeah, they don't like it when I say the F word and the C word. No, but on this... No one likes it when I say it anyways, mm -hmm. but I, I was told we just had Summer Bash the other day at The Ticket, which is the radio station that I work at. If you don't live in Dallas or you don't know and you somehow found this podcast magically, mm -hmm. 
And if you did, if you don't know who either of us are, because you're famous in your own right. Super. I mean, more famous internationally than me. Than most people. Yes, because you are a founding member and the guitar player of Deep Blue Something. Yeah, which is huge. Enormous. Um, and then I do an afternoon drive sports radio show in Dallas. Um, but if you have not heard of either of us and you just happen to like the pod, uh, we would love to know how you discovered us. So, uh, you know, shoot us a note, htwowpod at gmail.com. Drop us a line. Let's talk about our other sponsor really fast. I did not go visit them again. I'm so lazy. I know, and we're in town. I know. I know, I just I have lots of things going on, Toby. Mm-hmm. I could have done it today too. Do you know I was at the Dubliner today? What? For two seconds. It was just long enough to slam a beer and get out of there. Slam a Guinness because uh, Carrie from Lovey. Yeah. You, you know Carrie. Yeah. Uh, she has a. a uh, what do you what do you, with the ice and the and the fruit? A, a spritz, a no, sangria. No, it's like a snow cone. <laughs> okay. She has a snow cone truck trailer, and they and she parks it out in front of the Dubliner and other places wherever. It's called very nice or something like that but it's really good and we went to see her for a second while she set up well they are now our official snow cone sponsor yeah they are um but our official beer sponsor is good friend package at 1155 pv avenue in far east dallas casa linda and it's right across the street from good friend beer garden and burger bar but uh good friend package is open for breakfast and lunch they have coffee, they have beers to go, and they have fabulous sandwiches for breakfast and for lunch. And I did not go see them, but we love them all the same. And uh, I just like to spiff them any opportunity I have because Matt and Josh are good dudes. I know. I might need to go by there this weekend. Yeah. It's just too good. But I did, uh, I did drop by an actual liquor store today because I'm still... Even though I've graduated from fat camp, mm-hmm. I did my, uh, my, I guess, almost six months worth of extreme dieting. You did really good. You and look I've, great. And I've lost 50 pounds. That's unbelievable. You look amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, I really had let myself go. <laughs> but now I've reeled it back in, and I'm back to what I was pretty much when I was like 30. That's amazing. And so... um. I bet your liver is just dancing. Yeah. Well, last night I had a few pops. And so Marissa, my wife, came to Summer Bash and uh, just for the end of it, for the time wasters. Mm -hmm. And we can talk about that later if you wish. But uh, I do want to talk about that. uh, But she came out and then we went to dinner and we ran into Craig and Dale because mm. I we went to the upstairs bar at Mikasina. Greek. And so I had like three beers at Summer Bash, two margaritas at Mikasina, and then I dropped her off because she didn't want to continue. And then I met some folks at the landing oh, and man. had a couple of vodkas. Is, and is, so when I got home, she said I was very annoying. I can imagine. Isn't... Uh, 
I think my tolerance has gone down is what I'm trying to say. You could pretty much finish any story with if someone goes, how did last night go? And you say, well, at some point I, I ended up at the landing and everyone knows exactly what that feels like and and what went down. Right. She was mad at me that I didn't bring her a corn dog. God, they're so good. I know. Do you go to the jalapeno? I didn't get a corn dog. No, I mean when you do get one. Oh, I don't know. I don't think I've had... I think that's a new a new twist. Is it? I don't know. I don't remember having the option of jalapeno. Huh. But maybe I'm just dumb. Maybe I just didn't know. Like, maybe that's the secret menu that I don't know about. Maybe they'd make that just for me. Probably. Probably. Uh, so, I did not get this from... Uh, good friend package, but I went to liquor store because, as I mentioned, my my weight loss journey. I uh, I try to cut out the carbs, and so beer generally has a good amount of carbs. So I like the canned cocktail. Okay. And so <laughs> my daughter and I we ran through the liquor store, and I looked at uh, what was in the cooler mm-hmm. on the uh, the canned cocktail um, fridge. And this one jumped out immediately. It's Old Smoky Tennessee Moonshine Blackberry Lemonade. Man, it, that just sounds like a country song. It's it's a nine percenter, so I figured we'd get kicked Jeez off right. Louise. Have you tried it yet? No. It smells fruity. It's delicious. Oh. It tastes like blackberry lemonade. It's not harsh like you think moonshine uh, is. Yeah, that's actually all right. I mean, you don't have to drink it all. It's okay. I'll drink the rest of yours. Man, that has a kick. But I can't wait for you to taste what's next. Good. We'll, uh, we'll bust out a second selection here after our second jam. But if this is your first time joining us... HTWOW is a uh, song swap and a beer swap. It is a monthly podcast where Toby and I get together and we drink some drinks and we play some tunes for one another. And uh, we each bring two tunes and I get to go first. Um, I don't know why we decided I get to go first, but I do. Probably because I wasn't ready. Yeah, probably. And so I think we should go ahead and get right to the jams. Jam. Because we always vamp way too long at the beginning and people tune out. So let's get to some hot jams. And I we have all new stuff. We are, uh, you know, we, we like to play old stuff like Flock of Seagulls. And sometimes you'll do a book report and you'll focus on somebody from back in the day. But we also have our finger on the pulse of what the kids like today. Sure. It's summer. Yeah, because we we are always looking for good poolside jams. We both have kiddos that are in uh, like middle school mm-hmm. that are becoming uh, of age in their musical consciousness. And you have many informants throughout Texas and, and really the globe. That's right. And so we always find the hottest new stuff. And so this just came out this month. It's a band called Soft Kill, which I think we've played on the After Dark before, but never on the proper pod. Proper pod. I'm going to have to look them up because I don't know anything about them. 
but they just came out with a brand new record called Meta World Peace. Mm. Just it's spelled like Meta World Peace, like the the basketball player. What was his? I uh, thought that was a football player. No, it was a basketball player. Was it? Uh, what was his name before? I can't remember. Ron Artest. Yeah. Remember when Ron Artest? <laughs> so he's changed his name back, I guess. Now he he is uh, known as Meta Sandiford Artest, but he was known as Meta World Peace from 2011 to 2020. Oh, okay. Okay. But yeah, Ron Artest, I don't know if they're just big basketball fans or why exactly, or they just thought it was a cool name, but... Uh, that's the name of the new record, and the name of the song that I'm going to play is called Trouble. Wow. Trouble. That sounds dangerous, Dave. This is Soft Kill on HT. <laughs>
How's that feel? It's a hot track. Um, man, they like Joy Division and New Order. Yeah, and a little bit of Cure. Yeah. It's cool, though. Yeah, dude. Where are they from? I forget. Um, I'm trying to find out. It's so hard to tell. It's like they could be from California or Scotland. I don't know. You digging here in the bed music? Yeah, bro. They are from Chicago. Okay. So, I guess they began as a solo project of a guy named Tobias Grave. He started uh, in 2011. and uh, Tobias Grave. Yeah. There's something to that. And, uh, yeah, so they've been around since 2011, and they have... A massive following. Are they huge? No. Uh, well, let's see. Really, uh, about 150,000 monthly listeners on Spotify. So, not that, super big, but good. they're super cool. And once again, I mean, we, we just broke someone. I know, but also, that's a lot of listeners a month. That's That's pretty dang good. But yeah, this is their, uh, I can't even tell you how many albums they have, because they don't have a wiki. That's how on the cutting edge they are, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is when they don't even have a wiki yet, you know they're good. It's because he's a ghost, Tobias Grave. Tobias Grave. Ooh, Tobias Grave. Don't call me Toby. It looks like... I don't even know. I don't even know. Why do ghosts do that? Why do ghosts say... Yeah, what is that? I mean, do they really? Well, well that, I mean... Uh, like, or is that just on Halloween sound effect records? But who's... The, like, the first ghosts when they were like... When they did it... Why did they go, Ooh, and then after that, it, forever and ever, that's what they do. They have, for some reason, they got chains. They like to rattle, you know? And they go, Ooh. Yeah, why do they have chains? I don't know. They're were ghosts. They, were they imprisoned and chained before they died? Or yeah. they just found the chains, and they just wanted to make noise with the chains? Like, the, the chains make it scarier? But if you can go through walls, you should be able to go through chains. Look, it's science. And that's, I'm just trying to get to the bottom of it, of why ghosts are the way they are. Like, why, why can't they sustain a note? Why do they have to... Uh, yeah, do the pretenders thing. Like, do thing. vibrato all the time. Yeah, the Chrissy Hine thing. Is Chrissy Hine a ghost? She might be. If she is a ghost, she's doing great. Like she has us all fooled. Yeah, she's doing good. 
there's probably that's probably the reason why I'm not a huge Pretenders fan because I knew she was the undead. Maybe I've had a theory with someone that uh, half of the Rolling Stones, but mainly Keith Richards, is a ghost. But he's just really good at being a ghost. Like he's the best ghost that's ever been. What do you think about that? Like he died a long time ago. Keith Richards? But he's so good at being a ghost that he is um, keeping it going. But he's really not here. Like have you ever touched Keith Richards? No. But if you did, your hand would probably go right through him. Because he's just really good at being a ghost. So how does he hold a guitar? It's a ghost guitar. It's not. It. it he. It's not even a real. It's like when pir- ghost pirates have a ship. And it's a ghost ship. And that's a ghost ship. That's what his guitar's like. So then, is his guitar tech also a ghost? So his guitar tech can tune his ghost guitar? You never see the guitar tech because as a ghost, he can just make it appear. So it's always in tune. A ghost guitar never gets out of tune? Ghost guitar is never out of tune. And he's not only a ghost, he's a magician. Like he can do tricks. He's a ghost. And he's the best ghost. Well, I mean, making a guitar appear, is that really magic or is that just like the power of a ghost? Making it appear in tune is magic. Okay. And Mick, just Jagger just goes along with it because he's like, I get more room on the bus and every now and then Keith can... Because he doesn't have to sing or anything, so when he, he never gets on the mic, so it's not like, mm-hmm. start me up, like he like he it never breaks his thing <laughs> uh-huh. because no one ever hears him, and he looks like a pirate anyway, and all pirates are ghosts. Do you see how this is adding? Yeah, up? yeah, I get it, I get it. I'm just saying it's a theory, and I, you know, I, I do. I'm into research and science and ghosts. Why did we start talking about this? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I do have a little bit more information on soft kill. I'm I'm seeing, you know, it's strange because the, the Chicago thing was on their official Spotify bio. Okay. But I'm also seeing... Uh, conflicting information that they're from Portland. It's funny that so many bands moved to Portland for like two weeks. Yeah. Um, that's a thing. I think I played a band on the After Dark that was their Arizona moved to Portland, then to Seattle, and then went back to Arizona. So just a little bit on Tobias Grave before we move on. Ooh, tell me more. That's that's how we got to do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Tell me about me, Dave. So he says that he uh, grew up in a musical family. His father and his brother were both roadies for bands. His dad was a front-of-house engineer. His uncle was a guitar tech. They don't say which bands? No. That sucks. You got to say the band. 
Like, what if it's Jethro Tull or something <laughs> right? weird? Uh, it's probably nobody important. Oh. Um, and so in he was uh, huge into, like, John Hughes soundtracks. Sure. He loves the psychedelic furs. Um, but uh, I guess what changed his life and made him want to be a, a musician, like a full-time musician, was when he saw Metallica on the Injustice for All tour. Right, that doesn't make sense. No, no yeah, it doesn't jive with that, everything else that's going on. But anyway, I like what they've got going on, even though I don't know very much about them. So there you go. Well, I'm into them. For Ghosts, he's doing pretty good. Yeah. He's not the best Ghost, but he's a pretty good one. So do you think he can magically just go from Chicago to Portland instantaneously? Or how do, how do ghosts travel? I, I don't know if they get that whole transport are they, are they thing. they stuck where they're at? Like in a house? Like, uh. like how, how does... How do the Stones tour? Well, that's... Like, his home is the tour bus. He haunts he, he the tour bus. He died on the tour bus? Yeah. So, so as long he, as he's in the vicinity of the bus, everything's good. cool? Just a 10-mile radius. 10 miles? Five mile radius? I don't know. Whatever. You're it the is. ghost expert. I know, man. <laughs> do you do you watch? You're uh, the ghost <laughs> expert. Do you watch uh, what we do in the shadows? Yeah. It's so good. Do you remember? Uh, I think it, I can't remember what the end of one of the seasons <laughs> where they were uh, going on a cruise. <laughs> I guess they were going to England or something. No, I only saw the first part. I, mean, I always forget to watch it. I, yeah. I've only seen the first. I like, think there's a new season about yeah, to yeah. come out. But uh, yeah, so the, you know they have their coffins that they because they're <laughs> yeah. they're not ghosts. They are uh, vampires, but they have their um, they have their coffins that they sleep in. But then they also. I guess underneath the coffins, they have to have soil from where yeah, they're from. Exactly. And so they have to bring that with them. Mm-hmm. It's like if your child is born out of Texas, you have to have dirt, Texas dirt under the... Under the crib? Under the... Th- like Colt McCoy? Under the birthing table. Was it was that Colt McCoy or was that uh, uh, Sam Ellinger that had dirt under their crib? They put a little red dirt under there? Yeah. I don't know. We didn't do that with Pace. No? No. That's probably why she's not going to be quarterback for the Longhorns. Mm-hmm. I just played under there. You just left a puddle? Uh-huh. I was like, take that, nurses. Clean that up. Clean that up. All right. It's time for a Toby jam. Jam. And for Toby's jam, here he is, Toby. Um, I'm going to play you a tune. From Brother Tiger. Yeah, and you mentioned that before we started, and it sounded really familiar, but I went back and I can't find any record that we've played Brother Tiger, even on the After Dark, which is strange. Yeah, well... Maybe maybe it was a collab or something? Maybe, but speaking of familiar, I want to see halfway through this song what you think about it and if something kind of sparks your memory here, Dave. I'm throwing you a thing here. It's a challenge. It's a challenge. So I need to see you're you're testing 
my musical knowledge to see if I recognize see if this the song, reference point. See that if this you song see. reminds you of something. Okay. And we'll just see. And that's all I'm going to say about it. And t- and we can talk about Brother Tiger after. All right, you ready to kick it down? Let's do it. This is called "Take a Picture" by Brother Tiger. All one word. Mm-hmm. Brother Tiger on HD Wow.
All right. So that didn't take you as long as I... <laughs> no, I was like, is this the filter song? Yeah, in the pregame, you you weren't paying attention a lot. No, I was distracted. I was I was ordering food and making sure that uh, my kid was fine. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. You uh, recognized that right away. But what you? Th- I think it might be better. Yeah, I mean, I am. Uh, I only had the one filter record, the you know the one with "Hey Man, Nice Shot" on it. What's the relationship of that Nine Inch Nails? Is that his cousin or something? Or I think he, he produced it. I or? think he played in Nine Inch Nails before Filter. I thought it was some relation to him, like it's some nephew or I don't know, or he, maybe he just produced it. I have no idea. I never had a filter thing, but yeah. So uh, Richard Patrick was the touring guitar player for Nine Inch Nails. Oh, okay. I mean, two hit songs. Yeah. So the the first record was in '95, Short Bus, <laughs> and that was uh, with Hey Man, Nice Shot, and then uh, Take a Picture was off of title of record which came out in 99 i had that one too man you're such that guy yeah i i mean i can't believe you don't have a ton of tattoos <laughs> i don't have any <laughs> that's what i mean it's like you should should i start no but you should yes maybe you should maybe i should if you were gonna start how would you start you know i did think about because i i have a complicated family history Mm-hmm. I have, you know, I've, I've, I'm adopted, but I've met my birth parents. They've both passed since I met them. Not my fault. Should we tell that whole story right now? No. Oh, okay. But, uh, and so I, so I have my birth mom's name. A, a name? Yeah. And my birth dad's name and then my adoptive family's name. So I thought about doing like kind of the three family crests like some kind of um you know amalgamation of the, of the crest. three of the three families yeah but all in like like that selena writing no like a family crest like you know like a like a shield or whatever oh you could also do a tree yes i could do a tree mm-hmm. on my back a family tree yeah so what I'm trying to say is, even though I don't have tattoos, I was into filter. <laughs> I, I, they are still a guilty pleasure for me. I think they're fine. You see where I'm coming from, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. Uh, but I agree with you that, that that might be a superior version. I really enjoyed that. That was really good. So Brother Tiger, it's a guy named John Jagos. Mm-hmm. And so he started... In 2009 in Toledo, Ohio, mm-hmm. and now he's in Brooklyn. Yeah, he likes to do some covers. Like he did a whole, I think it said on there, he does. He did a whole Tears for Fears EP or something okay. like that. Okay. Like he, he will uh, crank those out. But I believe he has his, uh, his self-titled fifth album is coming out in November. It's weird when your later album is self-titled. Yeah. Is that weird? I don't know, but I mean, if I guess if you if you are uh, kind of an indie artist, 
and you're climbing up the ranks. Maybe you don't want to burn the self-titled until you feel like you're about to break. Okay. Because I'm about to break. I don't know. What do you do? You feel like self-titled is a give up? No, I've done it. Yeah. Yeah, and later on. So I don't really know what I'm talking about right now. I have done this exact same thing. Right, because Flock of Seagulls, that was our first one, self-titled. Yeah, and like I'm guessing Chicago, because they have like their big records are like Chicago 14 or something. I don't know what they are. They're, I know it's a big number, but I'm guessing they did the good thing of just Chicago and then Chicago 2. I'm <laughs> is that what they did? And then went all the way to, they just named every record like whatever record that was. I, you know, this is also. I I always forget that flock of seagulls that their actual name is a flock of seagulls. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. I, and I the forgot. album is a flock of seagulls. Okay. Isn't that weird? What is a gathering of seagulls name? Is it is it not a flock? Is it a murder? No, that's crow. Yeah. Right? Murder of crows. What is geese? I think that's flock as well. Oh, fuck. Man, we need to look into that. That's a whole other podcast. What what are groups of birds called podcasts? Are you looking at groups of birds? Uh, yeah. I am, I cannot wait. Um, so, well, bats aren't birds, but you can have a bat colony, a bat cloud, or a bat cauldron. Huh. I feel like cauldrons are thing, but that's overdoing it a little. Uh, chickens, you can have a brood of chickens or a peep of chickens. How much in a peep? Oh, more than one, I guess. Right. As we said, a murder of crows. Is that why ch- those little things are called peeps? Yeah, I guess. The marshmallow things? I are- thought it was just because that's what chicks, baby chicks, they the sound, sound they, they make. They make peeps. Oh, man. that's an- See? Learning. A group of doves is called a duel. D- a- D-U-L-E. D-U-L-E. Uh, a group of ducks is called a brace, a paddling, or a team. Team of ducks. Team of ducks. <laughs> eagles mm-hmm. are a convocation. That's, a convocation of eagles. That's pompous. That ain't nothing. That's just a group of eagles. What do you What do you think a group of emus is? <laughs> Kick ass. What is it? A mob. A mob of emus. <laughs> Man, I'd uh, love you don't, a mob. You don't want to get lost in a mob of emus. I Love a mob of emus. That would be awesome. Uh, a group of falcons is a cast. A cast of falcons. Okay. Man, <laughs> falcons cool. Like if you're gonna be a bird, be a falcon, right? Uh, finches. A charm of finches. Yeah, that makes sense because they're new. Yeah, I get it. Okay, this is this is ridiculous. Flamingos. Obviously, I'm going in alphabetical order, so I'm just skipping to birds. I love all of this. I could do this for hours. <laughs> flamingos, a stand of flamingos, or a flamboyance of flamingos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Both make sense. Hello, hello. Standing one leg, 
I'm gonna have to switch legs. <laughs> uh oh. Uh, let's see. Um, stop me when this gets boring. <laughs> Fast forward if you must. Uh, so geese, you asked. It is a flock, but it can also be a gaggle of geese. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. Gaggle. Or it can be when they're flying in formation. It could be a skein of geese. Yeah, I don't like that. That sounds no. dirty. Yeah, that's awful. Did you know that a group of lice are a flock? Oh, that's disgusting. Flock of lice. Have you ever had lice? No. But someone who's here tonight has. You've yeah, but you've never had no, it. No, I don't believe so. Unless my mom never like dealt with it and then never reminded me when I got older. You know, you had lice when you were four. No, that uh, that never was an outbreak when I was growing up. I don't remember the lice thing. A watch of nightingales. Oh, that's nice. A parliament of owls. Of course, owls got a cool... Owls always have cool stuff. A pandemonium or a company of parrots. God, that's definitely pandemonium. Imagine them all talking at once. A muster or an ostentation of peacocks. <laughs> An unkindness of ravens. <laughs> what? Man, people give ravens crap all the time, man. I don't know why people hate them so much. I guess just because they, they look like they're up to something. Yeah, they're spooky. And they're supposedly really smart, right? So are crows. Yeah, ravens know how to raise water with like rocks. Isn't that the thing? Oh yeah, they'll they'll dump pebbles. Yeah, and raise the water. And raise the water level so they can drink. Ooh, I'm a raven. They're ghosts too. They're ghost birds. So they're not real. No. -uh. Have you ever looked at birds aren't real? <laughs> Did we talk about birds aren't real? <laughs> Did we talk about that one time? think so why is why do people think they're not real? no it was just some guy he he had a website called birds aren't real he's he said that birds have been replaced by the government with, <laughs> yeah, with surveillance yeah, robots i was about to say with cameras <laughs> yeah. yeah i remember all that <laughs> but, but he was on some morning talk show and he uh intent he was like on a zoom call and he intentionally he was drinking water as he was about to give an answer and threw up on his keyboard. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, a host of sparrows. A murmuration of starlings. God. Uh, a bevy of swans. What's a starling? Just, I don't know, a bird, a songbird. A gang, a posse, or a rafter of turkeys. Oh, man, a posse of turkeys is cool. A venue of vultures. Mm. I feel like these are all made up. I don't believe any of these. Uh, and a descent of woodpeckers. God. Although, you, do you really see woodpeckers together? Seems like they're always by themselves. They're, very, they're like them? loners. Well, how could they be together when they're always just clacking on some wood. I mean, what if there were like two of them at once and be like, my hole. No, this is my hole. This is my hole. Clacky, clacky, clack. You see me yesterday at this hole. This, this is my, my hole. Get, you get your own. You get your I own did not time. come here to kickstart your hole. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if like 
a woodpecker wait till one of them's almost done and just like, mm, I'm going to slide in here and get the rest. Like, click, 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 click. <laughs> I'm going to get to that sap before you. <laughs> I mean, what are they good? They're not getting to sap. Okay, what? Are they getting to like the syrup or to the water? What are they doing? I think they're just making a home. Just to pass yeah. the time? <laughs> they're just, no, they're making a hole and making a home in there, right? To live? I don't know. <laughs> Why? I watched Woody Woodpecker a lot. Why? And they do never told me. Woodpeckers <laughs> make holes in trees. Why he was clacking on that tree. Rap a dap a dap a dap a dap. They're looking for food. They eat larvae underneath tree bark. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, somebody can jump on their And train. some, and some, like the yellow-bellied sap sucker, mm-hmm. feed on sap, bro. Oh, well, he's a, that's different if it's in the name. How about you start the hole, you eat the larva, <laughs> then I finish it up and I, I drink the sap. I got the sap. <laughs> he comes in there and wants the sugar stuff. You done with that hole? Mm-hmm. You done with your worms? <laughs> I don't like the worms. You can like have the, the worms. I don't like the worms. I just want the honey. All right, it's time for our next drink. All right. I want your first reaction when you spin this around. Dude, it is like. <laughs> <laughs> Does that say summer to you? There was a moment in my life that me and my brother with a Polaroid camera made a fake Sunny D commercial. <laughs> Did you used to drink? Oh, Sun- God, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Sunny D and Yoohoo. Mm-hmm. Man. So, yes, this is Sunny D vodka seltzer. That's funny. You, This diet has opened our eyes to a lot of stuff we would have never tried in our entire life. That was pretty good. That's that's a good one. It tastes just like a sunny day. <laughs> Am I going to remember what that tastes like? Did you finish all your other things? Yeah. Good god. Hold on. Uh, yeah. I want to I want to get your reaction cuz it seriously does. Sunny D Oh god. It... Sunny D is not it's it's kind of it it kind of is on the fence between orange juice and tang mm-hmm. i was gonna make a tang reference but i haven't tried it yet hold on let me get into it man our setup here so we haven't really i haven't set up the studio here yet so we're just in the living room watching tv and yeah. sitting on the couches but once we get all that going it's going to feel a little bit more like home. Yeah. All right, hold on. Let me try it. It looks like lemonade. <laughs> Does it make you remember running around in fields in the summertime? It makes It reminds me of like riding my bike to the sad, sad little neighborhood pool. You know, when you live... When you don't like live in a country club, you just like live in a neighborhood with a couple of streets and you have like a pool that's the size that's just a little bit bigger than someone's backyard pool, (laughs) but it's square. And we have to have our little membership tags that had, that was like a little, you know, uh, just the pins Uh that went through your shorts. Oh yeah. Yeah. What do you call those pins? Safety pins. 
Yeah, safety pin. Yeah, but they, but they would have like a color at the end or something. Yeah, and they would rust. Mm-hmm. And you're like, why did they make us wear? I mean, children with pins. Yes, with sharp their, objects in, in their, their shorts. Swimsuits while we're swimming. That's what we wore. But that's exactly all of that reminds me of that because you could spend. They had a little Mr. Pib machine at the pool, and you could get a you can crank down a sunny day out there. Love a good Sunny D. You used to drink Capri Sun? Yeah. Love Capri Sun. Did you ever... I know you didn't as a child, but now would you drink a Capri Sun? Because it's weird you can't see what's in the bag. Yeah, no, I probably wouldn't drink one now. We have them in the fridge right now, and I'm reluctant. Because I want to see... Well, also, my thirst is generally greater than six ounces or whatever is in a Capri Sun pouch. Have you ever done the race, like, with your friend of how how quick you can crank down a Capri? No. Man, you gotta do that. was a thing. I'm surprised they don't do that with alcohol. Capri Suns with alcohol? Uh-huh, and same Or pouch. just in the pouch. In the pouch, Capri Sun alcohol, and you just take them into like a festival with like four of them. And Surely they have little shot pouches now, don't they? I don't know. I need to investigate that the next time I'm at the liquor store. Mm-hmm. I don't drink, so it really doesn't matter. Oh, God. All right, is, is it's time for... Is, is that kind of getting in the back of your throat? It's a little... No, it's good. Okay. It's good. I just had a, a, a stifling a belch. Mm. All right, so... It is my turn for my jam number two, our jam number three. Jam. And I am uh, I am aghast. <laughs> I am gobsmacked. <laughs> That's the worst ghost is aghast. That I have not played this band on the proper pod. I can't believe it. Okay. So I we've played them on the After Dark. And I've been a fan of theirs for a long, long time. Their debut came out in 2012. And they just came out with a brand new record uh, called Off Planet. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's a band called Django Django. So it's spelled just like Django Unchained. But they were out before Django Unchained. So it's not a reference to Django Unchained. They were before that. Yes. What what does that mean? Like, why, why is that a word? Um, I have no idea. Like, why was that a movie? Why is it a band? Why? It's got to be something, right? The only thing they said is our name has absolutely nothing to do with Django Reinhardt, who is uh, a jazz guitarist, or was a jazz guitarist. Okay. So, I don't know. I don't know, but... um. They're dancey, but they're also very weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but this new record is, it's their fifth record. And they released it in like four separate EPs. You know, kind of like uh, Johnny Marr did that mm-hmm. with uh, his his last record, uh, um, whatever it was, Fever Dreams or something like that. But he did he released it as four separate EPs and then he put it out as a record mm-hmm. and so uh, that's what they did with um, Off Planet 
And so it's it's really long and it has a lot of guests. You know, you love a collab. I love collabs. Yeah. And so uh yeah, man, this is like uh let's see, it's it's like a 21 track album, like a 80 minute record. Um but one of the collabs is with a uh, like a singer songwriter dude, an English guy named uh, Jack Pinate. Pinata. Pinate. P E N with the tilde A T E. So he was born in London, an English mother and a Spanish father. Mm. And so he is, uh, like I said, kind of a you know indie like singer-songwriter, soul singer from London. And he is the guest on the song that I'm going to play, and it's called No Time. And so, like I said, they they sometimes will uh, bust it out, like the, the song that we played on uh, the After Dark was Complete Me, mm-hmm. which was like a kind of like a house jam from like the early 90s it had like the whoo oh you know, yeah 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 had that stuff i remember yeah, that it had those like samples but uh anyway this one's a little bit different uh but it also is fun and i like it so this is no time by django django on HTWOW. Thank you. 
That's a hot jam. How you like it? I love it. It um, It's going to go really good with my next song. Do you want to talk about the one you just did, or do you want me to just play my next song and just roll into it? Yeah, let's just roll into it, and then we can uh, wrap it up, because we do have... We do have stuff to talk about. Uh, yeah, you Vegas, got things. Vegas trip. We got. Uh, do you want to talk about? Uh, I want the time wasters. Yeah, sure. We'll we'll uh, we'll knock all that out. But let's go ahead and let's keep, keep the jams dancing. going. Like that's dancey, and let's you know we all know what happened with. Uh, I don't know if he was the lead of Faithless, but he was definitely the front man. The. Uh, he didn't sing every song, but he was the... He was like the MC almost. Yeah, he was the face of Faithless, and he died last year. Yeah, I think we... Did we play it on the After Dark? I think we did that as a guilty pleasure at the end, We after yeah. he passed away. What yeah. was his name? Uh, I forget his real name, but he was the Grand Oral Disseminator. He was the G.O.D., Maxi Jazz. Yeah, Maxi Jazz. Ain't no joke. Um, but he was the front of Faithless. But obviously, they're still playing stuff. And they are. They teamed up with two other people. Uh, what does it say on there? Plus. R Plus and Amelia Fox are the collaborators. Yeah, on this I one. looked up Amelia Fox. I can't find a thing about her. But I'm guessing she's the singer. I guess, yeah. Because it seems like the the plus guy is kind of a producer guy. Okay. So they just put out a tune. Yeah, so this is a standalone single. Yeah. And it looks like they did two versions of it. There's one that's maybe a little bit more maybe a little bit more dub and this is a little bit more house. We're doing the, the think, straight up version. Yeah, the this house is straight version. up. I think this is the shorter version and it says it was released. I mean, people don't care when we do stuff, but it says it was released today, like June 16th. Oh, yeah. 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 So this is as hot as it gets. Okay, yeah. So the alternate version is called You Disappear, but we are playing Disappeared. Dot, 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 Disappear. Yeah, D- yeah, does that yeah. matter? Why would they put that on there? I don't know. But after your last dancing number, let's I know. keep it dancing. I want to dance some more. <laughs> Okay, good. This is Disappeared by Faithless, featuring R-Plus and Amelia Fox on high tea with Old Waver, also known as HTWOW. If 
That's good. It's, it's 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 good that Faithless are still doing stuff. I can see it being a club, a cool club mix. Yeah, thing. it's a mood for sure. It's a great, like, expensive clothes store song. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, man, these clothes are very, very expensive. Yeah, can you believe this shirt is $800? Yeah, but the music is great in here. It's kind of one of those vibes. You know, another blast from the past actually a couple blasts from the past that maybe we'll get to on the after dark uh-huh uh and just also just came out i think today same day uh there's a new album from the orb mm-hmm. you know little fluffy clouds love orb that. um and then there's also a new ep from orbital the two dudes from Orbital yeah, are still I, doing it. I love it that those guys are still... I saw a bunch of pics from... Um, Fatboy Slim? Yeah. So I've seen a bunch of pictures of his latest tour stuff. And Have you seen how massive that is? Like who he's playing in front of? It's like... I don't think I've seen this, no. It's insane. And you know, he's the one that will close down Reading or will do whatever. Yeah, yeah. And you... It's... So he's doing all the summer festivals and doing all the stuff, and it is the weirdest thing that those guys. I mean, they're older than like he's older than us. Yeah. That uh, like the that these uh, techno bands like the Orb or whoever like how old do you think they are? They're probably up fifty five at least. Yeah. And they're just still cranking out this stuff it's awesome but i mean why not it's not like they it's all they can program some awesome stuff it's not like their brain stopped they can do cool stuff and now their stuff's coming back in style yeah and i i definitely will take a deeper dive into both those things because like i said they just came out today and i didn't have a chance to really absorb but both of those the orb and orbital mm-hmm. i will try and find something to play on the after dark and by the way the after dark is the after party of this podcast that you can uh, subscribe to i think i said it off the top in the promo yeah. that we haven't recorded yet um man i like how you did that was like some 
I mean, you just messed me up right then. I know. It was like future it, yeah, past. It's like Inception. But uh-huh. um, but yeah, I, it is awesome that those dudes are still doing stuff. And the Orb especially, because it's a full record. And, and they're definitely a couple of 10-minute jams on there. So it's more like... It's like cleaning the house music. It's it's like uh, yeah. it's cleaning the pool, getting a massage, right? Uh, going to sleep, taking an afternoon nap. It's that kind of music. But uh, I'm interested to see, you know, because I was never a huge fan, but I do remember. I swear that the Chemical Brothers opened up for the Orb at the old Bomb Factory in Deep Ellum. With the Utah Saints up No, first. I think I think it was, I wish, <laughs> but I think it was the Chemical Brothers and then the Orb. Uh-huh. Um, and it was, uh, you know, probably like 1997 or something mm-hmm. like that. Because you also got to think these guys, not like Fatboy Slim, because he's more of just DJ, right? He's like DJ Shadow or something. Um, but these dudes, a band lives a pretty rough life, right? These guys, these rave performer guys, like, think of the lives they lead, like, late nights, the drugs. It's got to be, their aging is even different from, like, a normal rock band. They're living hard. That's night after night. Like, could you imagine performing for like a rave night after night you must just be like god whereas like if you've ever gone to one you just take like a week off of life and sleep and reflect I love to sleep and reflect (laughs) it's kind of my favorite thing I hate it when I can't sleep and reflect I hate to reflect but I like to sleep so I'm not seeing I I can't confirm or deny that the Chemical Brothers opened up for the Orb. Maybe it's maybe it was two different shows, but the Orb did play uh, at Deep Ellum Live, July or sorry June twelfth of nineteen ninety five. Oh yeah, dude. There's no way you would know who opened up. I was there, bro. You were on so many drugs you couldn't even. I didn't do drugs back then, bro. I know. Back back then. Back then, ever (laughs) is what you meant to say. (laughs) Ever. Okay, so um, when was the last time you've been to Vegas? Was it last year when we all went for Morrissey? Yeah, man, and I got to tell you, in that same year, I went another time for another thing, and I know that everyone loves it, and I know where y'all went was so cool. That town is not made for me. I don't know what it is. It's, it's, uh, it's too much? Man, I don't know. I can't explain it, but every single time I've been, I've enjoyed it, but I don't see why. But go ahead. Y'all were at a different situation. Y'all had an invite, right? Mm-hmm. So that's different. Okay. Can I take a quick pause? Yes. So I maybe I wasn't there at the Orb Show in 95, because it looks like maybe the orb opened up for Chemical Brothers. That would make more sense. So April twenty fourth, ninety seven, the orb and the Chemical Brothers at the Bomb Factory. That would make a lot more sense. Yeah, 
Yeah. So I was definitely there. And it was one of the craziest, wildest, most awesome shows that I don't remember. <laughs> just uh, just cranked out on mescaline? Uh, I don't think I got my hands on any mescaline, but I do remember that it was a scene. Yeah, it's like if I could go if I could go back, I feel like if I if I could drop myself into the bomb factory on April 24th, 1997, that it would kind of be like the club in the Matrix. Mm-hmm. You know, that it would just it would be that much of like a, a kind of a foreign planet type vibe. So if you had a chance to set the back to the future car to a certain time I might go day. to April 24th 1997 that would be the date yeah mm-hmm. I might I don't know I mean 97 seems like a good spot to get to it's weird that you didn't you wouldn't want to do it to time it out to Hitler's birth and choke him to death somebody else can do that I'm, I'm gonna go see Chemical Brothers in 97 okay and maybe hook up. Same I know I didn't hook up that night, but maybe knowing what I know now, no, I still wouldn't. Yeah, yeah maybe I would. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, so we went to Vegas as a uh, radio show. We didn't know quite what to expect, but it they ended up really hooking us up because we were there at Circa Sportsbook. So the Circa Hotel is the first new thing they've built okay i was about to say this is a new thing i've never heard of this yeah they built it they finished it in 2020 just before the pandy okay and so they're really just now getting their foothold Mm -hmm. and so it's the first new hotel downtown in 30 years it's right next to the golden nugget okay uh and right off fremont street which is a freak show if you've ever walked down Fremont Street. I do not remember. I don't know what that is. So it's, you know, it's the opposite side of Vegas from the Strip. You can see the Strip from the rooftop bar, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was so great. We, our flight was delayed when we get, went out there. So we didn't land until I think after midnight local time. Or maybe it was like 11 o'clock local time. It was like almost 2 o'clock Dallas time. and But they sent us a, a ridiculous limo. Cool. And then we get to the hotel. And I, I walk up to my room. And I open the door. And there's and, a lion. No, there was not a tiger or a lion or Mike Tyson in there. But... I was like, where's the bed? And then I realized that it was just the sitting room, that there was like a, a mirrored wall and a like uh, crescent-shaped bar and a whole seating area with couch, chair, coffee mm-hmm. table, TV, uh, wall of windows facing the strip, and then the bedroom equally... The same size. A lot of mirrors king size, in there. No, no, no mirrors in there, but king-size bed, and then the bathroom was amazing. Best bathroom I've ever had in a hotel. Okay. And and then below, you could look down, and so the thing is, we, we actually talked to the owner. 
he came on the show one day, mm-hmm. and he's he's from Detroit, but he would go to Vegas all the time, and so it was always his dream to have a place, you know, to own a casino in Vegas. Well, how did he know you guys? He didn't. I mean, his people just arranged to have him on the show to talk about Circa. But that's what I'm saying. Like, why did they bring you guys? Well, like, they, what, they there this were is a Vegas thing. There were a, a handful of radio stations there. I mean, oh, I see. They, they, it's just part of their media blitz to try and get make people aware that they're there. Oh, it's totally worked. Yeah, I hadn't. I've never heard of that place. Yeah, and so there were a handful of other radio shows, sports radio shows there. Uh-huh. None of them were nearly as cool as us. Of course. But. Um, but yeah, he was saying that, you know, every time he would go to Vegas, he would take mental notes and think about if he ever opened a place, what his place would be like. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things was he loves hanging out by the pool and his wife loves having drinks by the pool and listening to music. But he was like, you know, I, I've, I've always got action on something. And he was like, I wanted to be at the pool, but be able to watch sports. I wanted to monitor my bets. And so the uh, stadium swim is, it's like a three level pool with the biggest jumbotron you've ever seen with every live game going on in little quadrants like there's like highlight going on somewhere uh i mean i don't think highlight but people bet on highlight yeah but you know golf baseball Mm -hmm. softball hockey everything did you cannonball up in there uh no you can't cannonball but and i didn't actually get into the water you never got in the water no i never got in the water bro i know well we were working not all the time. Uh, we were in and out. We got there on a Wednesday night. We left on a Friday night. Dude, so we, got, we had one full night in Vegas. You got pool bod now. You got to get in the pool. I know. but uh, At least a little can opener. Maybe a preacher seat. <laughs> but I got to say that I, I would definitely go back to that place, even though it's not on the strip. Uh-huh. And, you know, the, uh, the activity and action is higher class on the strip. There's there's nothing in downtown that is on the same level as Circa. Everything is a little bit scummier. Yeah, I'm thinking that the same uh, like this guy is uh, his bets are maybe a little bit more than yours. Yeah, when for sure. When he's putting stuff on, for stuff. sure. But he also owns uh, another place on Fremont called the D, and he has a couple other uh, lots or. or old buildings in that area. So he's trying to stake his claim and redevelop that side of Vegas. And there's no telling how much money that dude's going to make. He better not mess up, man. There's some people that don't want people to take over. I don't know. I've seen those movies. I don't know. I think, I think the mob ties uh, maybe aren't as strong as they used to be. It's all, it's all corporate now. Just saying I got friends. Yeah. But uh, anyway, had a blast and I will definitely... I, we're we are I mean before we even left we were talking about how we can get back there whether it's for a college football weekend or a Cowboys weekend and the Super Bowl this year is going to be in Vegas so we'll definitely be back oh there for the Super Bowl. Gosh. So yeah, that'll be you're fun. You're going back there for okay. Yeah. Man, you're going to have a time, man. It's going to be fun. 
It's kind of your city now because the Raiders are there. I know. It's yeah, we did we did the stadium tour because I had done that once before with Marissa, but uh, Marissa pulled some strings and got us a private tour for the, the show. And now you're with famous radio dudes. I know. Yeah, we had a good time. It's fun times. You should bring a famous guy from a band. I know. Okay, so you're... Uh, what were we saying? I don't know. Okay, so if, when y'all go back... I was, I, every, every person, not the owner, but all of the managers and stuff, all of the handlers that we were talking to, I was asking, like, who does... Who books the, the music acts? Because mm-hmm. I was like, I've my buddy is uh he does all the booking for deep blue something and you know because i would see like on the marquee on the marquee the people that were coming and i was like they i mean they belong out here for sure and but i thought that there was a venue in circa but it turns out that i think they just booked the stages out on fremont street Oh, and it's not the most glamorous. Yeah, I think I think you would want to blow your head off. Yeah, we wouldn't do that. Yeah, yeah. so even if you got a, a, a kick-ass room like I had, mm-hmm. I don't know that it would be worth it. I could probably do my magician thing that I've been working on. Yeah? Yeah. I've been working on magic. Like a uh, sleight of hand or... More like what we were talking about before, like the ghost... Like tuning stuff. a guitar with your mind? Yes. Yeah. That's cool. I'm not too sure people be into it, but it's something. Yeah. It's something. I mean, you have to you have to try. You have to see how people react yeah. before you totally squash it as a bad idea. Yeah. And I can hold my breath underwater for like seven seconds, maybe eight. Well, you have a pool now, so you can practice. Yeah. You can maybe get it up to ten. Nah, I think eight's pretty good. If you're going to hold your breath underwater, what do you think? Oh, man. I mean, I could do, I, I could joking. probably I could probably do 45 seconds, maybe. You think 45 seconds? I Jeez, don't know. Balls, really? Doesn't seem that long, does it? I don't know, but we're going to find out next week. Yeah, we are. We're going to have a contest. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't, that, uh, wasn't that a movie with Luke Perry, eight seconds? <laughs> What is that? I don't know what that is. I think it was when he was uh, like a, a rodeo man, because that's, that's oh eight seconds on a bull. Yeah. Oh no, that's something. I yeah. thought eight seconds. Eight seconds on a, a bull is longer than eight <laughs> seconds in a pool. Eight seconds in a pool. Everyone can do that. <laughs> All right. Uh, before we go, yeah, time wasters was fun. I did. I did two songs. I helped out on a on a few others, but. The two songs that I did. You did two on your own? Well, I did one on my own with an assist at the end from the rest of the Hardline. And then the second one I did with uh, Corby and Dan. So the first one I did was uh, Never Let Me Down Again by Depeche Mode. Okay. Are we going to plug that in right now? No. Okay. No, we don't need to hear that. Um, and then the second one uh, was uh, Love Shack. B-52s. I did my Fred Schneider. When you see a painted sign at the side of the road. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of like Ethel Merman meets Fred Schneider. Big as a whale. Yeah. And it's about to set sail. 
It's a little ghosty. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he has a little bit of ghost Maybe in him. Maybe he was the first ghost. I don't know. Nah, Keith Richards was the first ghost. Yeah, he's legit. And then he taught everyone else, all the other musicians, how to be a ghost. How to live forever. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Are you ready to get out of here? Uh. I would like to declare our first voyage from H2L Dallas North, a success. You know, I watched uh, Square Pegs last night. The show? Do you remember that? Does it hold up at all? It did to me, not to everyone in the room. But uh, Like the pilot episode or just a random episode? All right, we had to push past the pilot. The film quality on the second episode compared to the first one is insane. But uh, this song reminds me of it, even though it has it was not in. I remember Johnny Slash was a big Devo fan. It was Devo. Totally. Wasn't Matthew Broderick in this and Sarah Jessica Parker? Just Sarah. Just Sarah. Yeah. Okay. That should be, that's due for a reboot, don't you think? What's her name? Uh, Gertz. Jamie Gertz. She yeah. was in it, and she's super rich now. She owns like the Atlanta Hawks or something. She's, yeah. She married rich, right? Yeah. She was like the mean girl in Square Pegs, wasn't she? Uh, no, just the popular one. There were mean girls. She was the popular kind of, I can do everything, president of student council. Okay. Huh. And it didn't, it fell flat in the room. Not to me. I loved it. You well, should that revisit. disappoints me. What did you watch it on? How do you find it? I think it was on, uh, we watched it on Prime. It's on Fubu. There was one other one, but the two main ones, Prime and uh, Fubo. All right. Which you get a lot of soccer games on uh, Fubo. Yeah, you probably get Valley Sports on Fubo. All right. Thank you for tuning in to HTWOW episode 71, the June 2023 episode. We have heard Faithless, Django Django, Brother Tiger, Soft Kill, and of course, Flock of Seagulls, Space Age Love Song from their self-titled debut from 1982. And if you would like to win a vinyl copy, sealed, new, in the package, from our vinyl sponsor, Positive Spin, go to positivespin.com, positive with a Z, and register to win. Thank you for uh, being with us. And please tell a friend about HQL. If you have 
friends who like cool, poolside jams, under the radar music, and dudes that are way hotter than you expect them to be at their age, <laughs> then tell them to tune in, please. Good night. Good night.